Hi, and welcome to Zed Games. Recorded live at 4 Z Studios in Brisbane. And broadcast nationally across the community radio network. Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community, and culture. From across Australia to around the world. You are listening to Zed Games, the only radio show that didn't rage quit at the Zelda Water Temple. Hey, hi, and hello to those of you listening to us on the radio, and greetings to those listening to us around the world through Spotify and iTunes. If you're not listening to us online, make sure you follow us on Spotify. Drop us a cheeky review on iTunes too. That'd greatly help us. Only cheeky reviews. Only cheeky reviews allowed. Yep. Uh, that'll help us bring you something you do need to hear each week from the world of gaming. And yes, that is our guarantee. I'm joined in the studio by Kate. Hi. Jack. Hello. And special guest Lily. Hello. Hi, Lily. You're you're our special guest announcer in training here at 4 Triple Z. Yes. <laughs> Today on the show, we've got a review of Resident Evil 2, the new one. Yeah, you're going to bring up. I don't know what that was. It was meant to be more like a. It's spooky, isn't it? It was meant to be a sinister little more ha 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 ha, and then it just turned into do 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 do. Because why not? And then we've got the far far less sinister review of Kingdom Hearts three, which I'll be bringing to you later on. It could be sinister. I mean, look, dude, it's mostly Disney. It's, yeah, which yeah. is sinister. Look, it's a, it's a sinister <laughs> wow. as you want it to be. Down with capitalism. <laughs> Not to mention, no. we've also got our usual smorgasbord of jam and gaming tunes. But first up on the show, Jack, ooh, the week in gaming news. Tell us more. Across Australian radio and across the world online. From 4 Z Studios in Brisbane, this is your weekly Z Games news update. Once a leader in the online gaming video space, YouTube channel Machinima has closed operations. Machinima's parent company, Automedia, made the announcement last Friday, stating to Variety, quote, Machinima has ceased its remaining operations, which include layoffs. The CEO, Russell Ahrens, remains with the company and is assisting with transitional activities as she explores new opportunities, end quote. 81 employees were laid off, according to a report filed with the California Employment Development Department. Respawn Entertainment and EA have revealed Apex Legends, a battle royale game set in the Titanfall universe, launching earlier this week. According to games analyst Daniel Armoured, the game has already passed 2.5 million unique players, with the peak concurrent player count reaching around 600,000. The game puts teams of three on the battlefield against one another. With eight character classes and one map, the game is set to be updated with more content moving forward. Apex Legends is available now on PC, PS4, and Xbox One as a free-to-play download with in-game microtransactions, which isn't unexpected from EA and other games of its type. Releasing after only 84 years, Kingdom Hearts 3 has already gone on to sell over 5 million copies worldwide. The game has also topped the UK charts, and while we don't have the stats for Australia or New Zealand yet, we expect to see it blowing up in the IGEA charts soon too. That's all for now. For more gaming news updates, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as at ZEDGamesAU. Yes, it has been 84 years. 84 years. Kingdom Hearts 1 came out. Just like Rose was lamenting the loss of Jack in Titanic, so have we been lamenting (laughs) the delay of Kingdom Hearts 3's arrival. Dude, that meme. I love using that meme so much. And people like, Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm not sure if either of you saw that rant that I did on Instagram a little while. I saw it, yeah. Oh, man. What was your rant? Oh, I mean, you basically doing... tell the story over and over and over again. They go back and they're like, "Oh, but did you remember? This? Did right. you remember? Do you remember? Yeah. But are you, sh- like, do you, are remember? you sure? Like, look, here, look, we'll do it again for you. Don't worry. My, my, just hit repeat. my beef is that there's this part of the intro of the game of Kingdom Hearts three where this isn't really spoilers. They intro the game as Kingdom Hearts two point nine, as if they just they just know that you hate them and they're like, yeah, you got to wait a little bit longer for the third entry, which you're already playing. It's already in your your PlayStation or your Xbox. 
Anyway, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 exists. They gotta make 2.9. <sighs> that's but what that's, we needed. That's coming up later. Um, it is. First, Kate. Oh, yeah. You play those spoopy games. Yeah, okay. So let me just preface all of what I'm about to say with the fact that this is not a game that I normally play in the sense that I have played horror games previously, but I had very little understanding of really what I was getting into with Resident Evil, which is not to say that the game is like a high bar for people who are new to gaming in general, uh, just that I had a pretty poor expectation management for what this game was going to be, if I'm honest. Because you, so you, you went in blind. I went in completely blind. Yeah. So this game, I, I, I was expecting one thing with no understanding <laughs> of what it was, and I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, it took me an embarrassingly long time to get through literally the first scene. A door. <laughs> A door, yes. Um... This is not spoiling anything because for those of you who have played it, you've 100% gotten past this part, I would hope. And for those of you who have not yet played it, uh, you will only find this funny. The first scene, you literally just have to get past one zombie, find a key and get out a door. But if you don't know that you just need to get past the zombie, you spend a long time and all of your only five bullets, by the way... Killing the zombie. Killing the one zombie and then wondering why you can't go out the original door that you came in. Oh, right. All you get is... Hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> so not what only, is the problem? not only you was to it, find a key. it was horror, but it was also quite horrible for you. The, yeah, <laughs> the experience I mean, of the first say, act of that game. Yeah. <laughs> well, the horror in and of itself is surprising in that it's not jump scares. I mean, there's a few like shocking parts, there's a few scares, but it's not the kind of you know kill as many zombies as you can type game. Right. And you're given limited bullets as a result. So the game has a higher kind of preference for puzzles, strategy, and survival. And I was pleasantly surprised when I found out that it's more puzzles than it is killing. But it was a surprise to me nonetheless, because then you start seeing these little things that you've got to twist and figure out where the pattern is. It is one of the more interesting things about Resident Evil. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, you know, you'd think during a zombie apocalypse you wouldn't have time to really do a a Rubik's Cube, but somehow they find time. And that's what I think the the, the biggest charms of the old Resident Evil games. Yeah, Um, which I I never played. And I didn't play number two. I'm a big fan of number one, but I never played number two. So I know that you play as Leon. Or Claire. Or Claire. Yep. Cool. What's the overall premise? You're in a city... You're in Raccoon City? You're in Raccoon City. Um, so Leon is a cop and Claire is looking for her brother. Okay. And so more or less you go to the police station, which is meant to be the safety hub, because every zombie apocalypse ever, you got to have people congregating in an area, and this time it's the police station. Easy which, targets, you know? Yeah, exactly. A spot where the zombies can come and just infect everyone. Yeah, we need we need everyone in the same place so it's nice and warm for the zombies. Got them. Um, <laughs> so, no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Zombies? No thanks. No thanks. Unsubscribe. It's a no from me. That'll get them. You know, the... hit them where it hurts. Their self-esteem. Unsubscribe from the zombies, you know? That'll stop them in their tracks. Have we, have we tried it before? It could work. Zombies oh. don't use social media, Jack. <sighs> or do they? <laughs> Some biting commentary Coming on social media, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you, you start off in a police station. There's a few little bits and pieces of, you know, go and explore this area, go and do this. Um, and it 
it hands you what it needs to in a really enjoyable way. Uh, some of the things that I really found enjoyable was the, I mean, obviously you play as one person in an abandoned world, but the dialogue and like the monologue more or less, the, the, the things that they say helps, <laughs> which right. for, okay. someone, for, for someone who had never played it and didn't realize that there's, there is an objective, you just don't see it as blatantly obviously as you would in something like World of Warcraft. Almost or, every mm. other game. Exactly. It, it, it's like it sounds a little bit vague in how it kind of gives you what you need. Yeah. To play. Yeah. And that's yeah. And I, I, I realized after finding the key to get out the first door that <laughs> I had to actually put some thought and effort into finding out how I was going to get through this, which is fun if you've if you've got that kind of mindset going into it. But mm. it's infuriating if you're not thinking. Okay, I need to find where I need to go, and not just do what go seems where the I need to go yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah so there are some elements of um you know like one of the first missions is to go and find someone because you see them um it through the police station yeah, camera yeah, yeah. um yeah that's i mean there's there's some fun like the way the story unfolds is really quite I guess pleasant. Is it still? Um, is it? Is it kind of like an intentional B horror story, like uh, Resident Evil One was? Um, is it, is the writing noticeably kind of tongue in cheek and a bit campy? I mean, I would say yes to an extent. Uh, I think one of the things that I found really kind of a bit of a horror movie tripe is when they use um, they use this you know evil genius science guy who plays with genetics. Sorry, spoilers, but there's a lot of, <laughs> you know, there's there's an element of, you know, someone plays with genetics and makes a superhuman, which is not super at all. Uh, and so it, it's, I mean, it's one of those, cliche. like, it's I mean, a cliche, well, it's, absolutely. It's one of the, because the thing that people might not know going into Resident Evil 2, I mean, unless the title literally has a remake in it. Um, it is a remake. It is a remake. Re- first, Resi, yeah. Resi Two came out in nineteen ninety eight. Ninety eight. So yeah. does it show outside of the obvious obvious graphical overhaul to make it look good on the modern day consoles? Does the game feel old? Uh, not, no, not in most of the scenery. I mean, there's some kind of homages to the time, like a truck driver listening to horror movie or horror stories through the radio mm. or uh, following a kid through an orphanage. You know, those are kind of things you wouldn't expect these days. Following a kid through an orphanage? Well, yeah, you, you kind of jump from the character, because I played through with Claire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You jump from playing Claire to the child that she finds herself having to save. Right. And that's when you jump into this evil genius science thing that happens Cue evil laugh. <laughs> it just seems it like it. It's not that it's super. I guess, kind of dated. Is well, in gameplay, I mean, of... does it? You know, th- does the gunplay feel modern? Does it feel like you know it, it's up to standard? Yeah, I mean, I would say it's still obviously going to stand the test of time. Cool. But I think that there are some elements of it that are kind of like. Yeah, I guess more cliche than anything. But it's a a good game for people who enjoy those kinds of... It was also kind of one of the earlier kind of thriller, horror kind of games in in the genre. Like, Mm. I'd say Resident Evil, in my mind, is one of the genre-defining games. And it played to the cliches for for a good reason, I think. Yeah, and that was one of its undeniable charms. Prior Uh, to uh, it going really weird with Resi 4, 5, and 6. Yeah, I mean... I don't think weird is quite the right way, but it flew off in a direct... Because you played... 
four. You played some Res Evils. I played. I've, I've played Res One. I've played Res Four. Yeah, um, and Four and was a, a very five. different direction. Four was a different direction, but also genre defining for a different reason. Yeah, yeah. Genre defined because it, it wasn't playing to those cliche mm. uh, stilted movements and writing that's notable mm. of the horror genre. Um, which is why I'm interested to see if, if if two kind of struck a middle ground. Whether it was a uh, was it a bit more action packed than you were expecting? Uh, you know, is is there running and gunning? Because in the first Resident Evil, you just kind of had the stilted movement, like you were it kind of like a tank. So janky, mm. yeah. Oof. See, I wouldn't say it's janky, <clears throat> but I would say that um, there's there's definitely enough downtime to get to find cute quirks of the game that weren't inherently necessary for the storyline like for instance as i was exploring the police station i found out that the scene was apparently an old art museum which i thought was peculiar but then your character says god who thinks of doing that and you're like hey you just said what i was thinking (laughs) (laughs) i love the character anecdotes in resident evil man like the the famous you're almost a jill sandwich in the first one (laughs) oh god what an experience that's so so good so was was Resident Evil 1 on the PS1 voice acted? Yeah, I think so. F- like, to a substantial... Like, was it just, like, little bits and pieces, from what you recall? Because I played the remake on DS, um, <sighs> which, by and large, was the PS1 version. Right. Um, I'm, I'm fairly sure it was voice acted on the PlayStation 1. But obviously, voice acting's come a long way in 20 years. Absolutely. But even, I like, a, you know... So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely were playing to the, to the campy parts of the writing, even back then. Yeah. Though. No, I think, like, what we were saying before we went on Arcade about, like... Some of the quirks you had were like, oh, I needed to like do this thing to get this to accomplish this. Yeah. For seemingly like there's there's not always such an obvious reason or logic applied to stuff. No. And I was like, that's quite a Japanese thing to, to have happen in games. Like mm. there can be all sorts of I mean, just just JRPGs in general can be quite abstract with their character writing or there might be cultural differences that we don't understand that's also uh, true. a famous example uh kingdom hearts 3 kingdom hearts at least yeah. knows and ex- over explains itself uh. to a degree but yeah there can, there can be certain design mm. elements in japanese games that might fall on deaf ears to, to western audiences mm. Mm. Uh, so. and i mean i think again coming from the preface that i was not sure what to expect mm. my expectation was not what it ended up being and so I I wasn't expecting it to be a whole series of puzzles and figuring out how to make things work and how to... Like, the the game mechanics more or less are puzzle-like in that... But you were expecting straight horror. Yes. I was expecting get as many kills as you can and each round will count up how many... Kind of arcadey, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas this, I, it also <laughs> looks like it's trying to strike much more of an atmosphere. I think mm. across the board, where it's it's very story driven, yeah. very puzzle like in its mechanics, yeah. and not what I would consider a typical horror. So, for those of you listening who don't appreciate horror or find yourself more on the timid side but interested in the horror genre, I'd say it's that good balance between being a game that people enjoy playing and being a game that is spoopy. You know, it's spoopy, but it's sweet. It's bittersweet. Yeah. Yeah. And there's really sad parts in there. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, I already mentioned the orphanage. You, you know? also said that you're looking for someone's brother. And I, I mean, I haven't played yeah. the games. And, and don't tell me if it turns out this way. But I feel like, man, it would be morbid if you found that brother and they were just a zombie. Like you get to the end and it's like, oops, they're a zombie. Sorry about it. <laughs> Cue the, the end side, titles. <laughs> on the plus side, without giving too much away... Uh, the outbreak was incredibly contained and Raccoon City is the only one that burnt to the ground. That's convenient. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Good to hear. Like you say, it was so contained, right. and I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. good. But they burnt to the ground. Oh. Well, I mean, there's no one left in Raccoon City except mm. for these three, and they leave. Classic Stitch Up. Yep. Oh boy. Resident Evil 3.5 coming soon. Or oh, I don't know. Can you imagine? Oh man. <laughs> Resident Evil just going down this Kingdom Hearts. Yep, that's just, what's going to happen. We need uh, Resident Conspiracy Evil uh, 3D, Resident Evil Birth by Sleep, Resident Evil 2.8, 2.9, and then we need to wait 84 years until 84 three. 84 years. It's been 84 it's years. Been 84 years. <laughs> Overall thoughts on Resident Evil 2? A good holistic game. Holistic? Not a good horror game. Right, right. As long so as holistic you go in... in that it's a good game. If you don't go in thinking you're going to get scared, then you'll be okay. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> then it's out now on... You were, you were so ready to get scared, dude. You were like, I'm going to get spooked. I'm and like, just... I can't wait to have my face ripped and off. And it's just no, like screaming mind, like, where's okay. the key? And you're like, <laughs> I don't know! <laughs> uh... Exactly. Resident yeah. Evil 2 is out now on the PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Thank you so much for that review, Kate. You are listening to Zed Games. You're hanging out with Jack, Adrian, Kate, and Lily, and, uh, who is announcing and paneling. Having fun? Yes, I am. It's not too stressful? No, it's not. Good. It's very fun. <laughs> Adrian. Hey, Jack. So, it's been 84 years. <laughs> it's been 84 <laughs> years. <laughs> since what, you ask? It's been 84 years since the release of Kingdom Hearts on the PlayStation 2. I was 14 years old when I, I first started playing Kingdom Hearts. How old were you, Jack? Oh, crap. I was 11 when it came out. Good Lord. You yes, that's right. You're quite really young. really well for like 100-something-year-olds. Thank you, Because it's been 84 years. Kingdom yeah. Hearts makes me feel old. You're both, yeah, no, doing good. Doing yeah, good. thank you, thank just, you. <laughs> just watching cutscenes in Kingdom Hearts 3 make me feel old. Oh, we'll get to that. It has actually literally been, in all jokes aside, it's been it's been 17 years since the original Kingdom Hearts came out. Uh, we've waited this long for what is said to have been the conclusion to the game's main saga with its main villain. Um, six spin-offs have come between the release of the original game and Kingdom Hearts 3. You mean Kingdom Hearts 2 and 3? Correct. Six spin-offs, not including Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, between the 2002. Between 2002 right. and now, we've had six spin-off Kingdom Hearts games, which only goes to show why this game has been so hotly anticipated in gaming circles. And even for those who don't follow gaming that closely, uh, Kingdom Hearts has such broad uh, appeal because of its Disney. 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 It's just Disney. That's D- why. You know, Donald mm. Duck. Don't yeah. Make, don't make I'm, me do my Donald Duck shut, impression. No, you're not allowed to do that on air. <laughs> don't. Don't. I, don't. Dude. <laughs> and then you got, you know, Goofy. Gorsh. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't stuff that. I'm sorry. I'll slip in a goofy, but not a Donald. No! Donald Duck will peak the mics 100%. Um, yeah, so this has been a long time coming. Um, and it it was... <laughs> what, what is it? In part, worth the wait. In part. <laughs> so, Kingdom Hearts 3 takes place after Kingdom Hearts 2 and recoded and 3D. Uh, what happens at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 3? Like, where do you pick up? You pick up right after the events of, I believe, Dream... 3D. Dream, Dream Drop Distance. Drop Distance, yes. Yeah. So... The game no one played on 3DS. Well, they, you know, they had to re-release it on... PS4, PS4 and people yeah. still didn't buy it. I mean, you know, but that's okay. They've actually, they've actually got built-in catch-up cutscenes in the game's menu. Do they work? Not great. I ended up watching a YouTube <laughs> video to catch me up. Um, there was a half an hour YouTube video, and to anyone who does feel a bit um, 
I guess, intimidated by uh, the Kingdom Hearts lore. And I have been speaking to some people who have kind of dropped off the series since number two, who feel like they just can't get back into it because there's just so much to catch up on. And there is. My recommendation is just find a good meaty 30 minute long catch up on YouTube. That will do you good. That's all you need. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is one of those series that's famous for having been written by Tetsuya Nomura, who is a beautiful, beautiful man who is passionate about his subjects and the things he writes about. Uh, that said, Kingdom Hearts probably has the most convoluted story. It's so convoluted. For a series that did not need a convoluted story. Tetsuya Nomura, dude. Like, I can't fault him for his passion. Dude, he loves belts and buckles and zips. And zips, yeah. And zips and buckles and zips and belts dude, and belts. I'm not going to go where and I. Belts th- and zips. And it just. His character designs are. All right, zip it, Jack. Very. What's what's an inoffensive way of putting this? He likes distinct. They're quite edgy. distinct. Edgy is the word I'd use. So Kingdom Hearts appealed to me when I was fourteen because it hit, <laughs> hit me in that perfect, you know, tween <laughs> stage. Because I, I wanted to be edgy. Because you've got Donald and Goofy on the cover, but then you've got this this kind of like Final Fantasy looking dude. What's like, that Ooh. rude? Yeah, like I feel a bit ashamed to be still playing Disney games at fourteen. But it's got this cool guy who looks like F- he's F- from Final Fantasy. Brood. Yeah, sign me up. You know that angst. It's got that angst mixed with that wholesomeness from Disney. Dude, I. Oh my god, I love angst. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you'll love, you know, maybe 20% of Kingdom Hearts 3. It's not much. The other 80% okay. is wholesome okay. Disney. So here's the thing. Do you play as just Sora or Riku as well? Do you play as a lot of people? Just, uh, just... I should clarify. Yeah. I am just over 20 hours into the game. Right. Because it is a big game and it's I've only had a, a subtle amount of time. To, a subtle? A subtle. A small amount of time to <laughs> play. a big boy. <laughs> you haven't finished it. Kingdom Hearts is not subtle. <laughs> Basically... Riku was real angsty in Kingdom Hearts 3D. Is he still angsty or is he as upbeat as Sora? Because if he is... So, this is where I want to talk a little bit about how Kingdom Hearts hasn't necessarily aged with its players. Riku feels like he's appropriately aged with the player. I feel like I resonate with Riku now more than I can resonate with Sora at all. Haley Joel Osment, who voices Sora, God bless him, he does a great job. But my God, he's always got it at a hundred wholesomeness all the time. He's always a hundred percent happy. Maybe he shows a little bit of anger, a little bit of angst here and there. But Sora kind of hasn't really slowed down. Uh, just how chipper and happy-go-lucky he is. And at thanks times, for, thanks that- for reminding us that everyone else has slowed down. Cheers. For that. Oh man, I've slowed down. I'll tell you that. You know, <laughs> like the tw- the twenties hit me like a bus. <laughs> I've all but got my brakes on, to be honest with you. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts doesn't really pump the brakes, and look, that does kind of add to its charm. Uh, you do have your smorgasbord of Disney worlds that we've come to know and love, and also a, a lot of new ones. That have been in the game's marketing. Um, of course, famously, Frozen makes its appearance, and that is one of the worlds so far which they've definitely put the most effort into. Uh, I've counted about three full motion videos in that world alone Jeez. so far. But even even the like the live act, oh, not live action, the um, stuff that's actually generated like on the PS4. It's quite beautiful. It's very similar to the actual film. It like, is. It is very close. They. I think they've. They. They may have borrowed. I feel some of the keyframes uh, from animations. Uh, right. Yeah. Either that, or they're just pouring over these Real animations good, yeah. from existing Disney films, and they're replicating them to a really, really good standard. Um, they're actually using the Unreal Engine four, four for this game. Um, I do have mixed opinions on the way it looks. Uh, some of the characters in certain worlds do look quite plasticky. Um, so Donald and Goofy. That's toy. That's Toy Story, dude. What toy Story is fantastic. Toy Story looks great. They're literally um, plasticky. 
it, there is there are some tonal uh, as far as the visuals go. It's, right. it's tonally a bit over the, all over the place. Um, in the Pirates of the Caribbean world, it does look fantastic because they've actually rendered fur on Donald because they've tried to make him look like he he can fit into the world that is Ooh, the Pirates of the Caribbean world. I like and that. he looks a lot better, similar to what Nintendo's done with their their characters, like you know the the Pikachu movie that's coming out. Pikachu just real furry. You can see Mario's hairs in his mustache in Odyssey. Yeah, he's got <laughs> denim is is detailed. Denim, denim, denim. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, there's some inconsistency there tonally. Um, outside of that, soundtrack is fantastic. Um, same composer from the last two games. Yoko Shimamura. Yeah, she's fantastic. Good stuff. Um, you've got some more orchestral arrangements this time. Uh, in previous uh, titles in the series, you had more MIDI arrangements. Just, they've yes, really too. stepped it up. Yeah. They've, got the, they've got the budget this time. Uh, it sounds fantastic. Um, in terms of the world design, this is something that I did really enjoy, um, in part. Um, so, the worlds in Kingdom Hearts 3 are more open. They're not open world. Um, they are designed in such a way that you can frolic around them with much more freedom this time. Um, you don't have each section of the map gated off like you used to in Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, where okay. you'd kind of go to a new area, you'd get a quick little kind of uh, loading animation, screen animation, yeah. um, and then like a cutscene would play. Uh, in this one, it feels a lot more fluid. Um, they've got some, you know, swooping camera angles that bring you in and out of fights. They definitely overuse it uh, a lot. It's like there's a crane in the game that's just bringing the camera in and out every time a fight's about to begin, uh, but it makes the game feel fluid. It contributes to that that fluid feeling uh, and the game does run at a variable uh, frame rate up to 60 frames per second you can choose to lock it I believe to 30 um, I dec- definitely recommend keeping it unlocked because when the game does run smoothly it's flipping gorgeous were you on pro or base playing on base PS4 and okay. it runs pretty well um, so I, I don't know if they have enhanced it for the PS4 Pro. Um, they I, may have. It's at a higher resolution, I believe, on Pro and Xbox One X. If you're looking at the best quality, Xbox One X is probably pretty safe. But mm. as far as your experience on base PS4, is it okay? High production value. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure what they get out of Unreal Engine 4, but they have they have pushed it uh, in a lot of places. Uh, you've got some really beautiful effects. Even just when Sora is doing his um, what they call flow motion uh, moves, which they brought over from Dream Do- Drop Distance. Yep where uh, if you press the square button, you can kind of plant yourself onto walls and wall jump off walls and do all sorts of acrobatic manoeuvres that interact with the environment. And he's got some particle effects that come off him um, when he does that, which look really beautiful. Uh, speaking to the flow motion effects in the game... Just gameplay um, in general, yeah. Look, it's... It is it is hit and miss quite literally. It's quite hard to hit what you want to hit when you're doing flow motion. Yeah. Um, I'll find it's often activating when I don't want to use it. If I'm trying to, you know, just roll towards a wall, I'll end up bouncing off that wall because the square button is also the roll and the, you know, kind of dash in flow motion button. Um, and that kind of speaks to a few other um, niggling issues I have with the game when it comes to uh, things being on the one button. Uh, the triangle button in this game is like a candy store. The combat Again, is like a candy store. Yeah. So, in this game, you enter combat, it's, it's an action role-playing game, so it's, it's fluid, it's fast combat, you're spamming that X button to get in those hits on those Heartless and the Nobodies and also the Unversed, which all come into this game, um, all the enemies, everybody's here, you know, the whole roster's here, it's Super Smash Kingdom Hearts. Dude, I'm so keen to see Sora in, King- in Smash. It'll happen. Let's go. It's gotta happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you jump into combat, you have a wild time swinging your keyblade, casting magic, uh, there are new magic spells, it's fantastic. Um, what they've done to evolve the combat in this one, which I really enjoy, is they've given you multiple different keyblades key you can use at the same time. So you, you have three keyblades you can swap in and out uh, whenever you want, and each of those keyblades has tied to it like one or two tiers of upgrades 
in the combat. So you get it enough hits with, for example, the Monsters Inc. Keyblade, mm. and it morphs into yo-yos. Like you're swinging yo-yos back and forth like they're, they're nunchucks. It's it's flipping cool. Like you're as old as you are when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. Yeah. Yo-yos everywhere, dude. You know, that... Yeah. Beyblades. Don't judge me for th- thinking I had nunchucks Yu-Gi-Oh. when I was using yo-yos as a kid. I'm just saying everyone did weird crap when they were in primary school. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah, good, yeah. Kingdom Hearts is still a bit weird. Speaking to the candy uh, store um, analogy that I'm using, or metaphor, is um, when you're in combat and you do activate things, the triangle button pops up all the bloody time uh, with new spells that you can cast, uh, team link abilities where Donald and Goofy will help you out. Is triangle just I win? It kind of is. Mm, and I'm playing on proud mode, the game's hardest difficulty oh, at the beginning. Oh, okay. And it, for me, uh, you know, I have played all the Kingdom Hearts games, so obviously... I, I know what's going on. Grinding, grinding. Let's Haven't talk, had to let's grind. About, but it's proud mode, dude. I'm what are they doing? I'm just pushing through. I'm breezing through. Um, All right. So, yeah. So, you do accidentally activate things with that triangle button. And, um, yeah, like, it, it, it does feel like it's there just to be flashy. Right. Um, they've added these Disney theme park attacks. Yeah. The, which like the have big, no context. Boat, yeah. You've got the boat. You've got the teacups, the spinning teacups. You've got a uh, carousel. It just kind of comes back to that tonal inconsistency right like you're just mm. kind of smashing together random Disney with other random Disney with like a little bit of like oh in case you forgot we're Square Enix a bit like, of Final Fantasy like, Spice but not much yeah, yeah actually very and I haven't run well. into any I haven't There's run into none. any Final Fantasy characters so far no cameos um, there, there is a, a quote unquote cameo in the Toy Story world which feels like it's very close to what should be a Final Fantasy game in a, in a game store that you run into, but it's not a Final Fantasy oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, a little bit disappointed I haven't seen, like, you know... Where's Leon in the game? Prompto, you know? Oh, I would... Yeah, some 15 characters. Lightning yeah. would be nice. They have brought over um, the... Uh, speaking of Final Fantasy 15 characters, uh, they've brought over cooking into this game, including very well-rendered models of Do food. the meme. I'm Do the so meme. hungry. <laughs> Do, say the meme. I've come up with a new recipe. There we go. You got it out of your system. <laughs> Except this time it's Ratatouille. Or Little Chef from Ratatouille. You're not making Ratatouille. Not yet, anyway. Um, so you can use those to get buffs in combat. But I don't, I don't feel like I've needed to. So, I guess, overall thoughts, you're kind of a bit all over on gameplay, a bit all over on kind of general tone. Visuals are pretty consistent, or like high quality yeah. across the board. Yeah. Where is the general sort of like, like, was it worth waiting 84 years? I think it, it's all about expectations, right? right? I went into this one kind of knowing that if I was overhyped and if I was expecting it to be this bombastic, you know, totally edgy conclusion that was just nonstop mm. epic beats like a God of War 3 or something. Um, I know that's a really different comparison. It is. It, I, I knew it wouldn't, it wouldn't maybe live up to that. Right. Um, I think if you're going into this game expecting a wholesome Disney time with some really, really uh, upbeat writing, uh, some beautiful visuals, fluid controls, um, and just overall fun gameplay that you can consume in in bits here and there. Uh, I feel like if, I think if you're sitting down playing the game for long stretches of time, it might grade a little bit. Uh, it's a good game. It is a good game. I think the reason why I'm kind of loving to hate uh, a little bit here is because I I, I do love the series. It, I, you're I, you not know, 14. Yeah, that's it. Like I've I've got the the, the perspective now of someone who is no longer 14. Uh, I am almost 27. Um, so you, some of, I wasn't going to say it. You that's on you, mate. That is on me. Sorry. Uh, and yes, I am I am playing Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> <laughs> and my birthday is next month. I, I guess for Kingdom Hearts, sort of long time. Like if you've played every single spin off and and all the rest of it, does it do much to address? 
characters yes like all the like it, it actually does address some of those things yeah yeah okay. birth by sleep especially is pivotal cool. to this game yeah absolutely and you'll be satisfied by that if you are a long-time series follower i think that is one thing that's important to mention okay it is it is satisfying in how it's um including all of the spin-offs the, that have led up to this point mm. um and even if you're a newcomer who hasn't played kingdom hearts before uh you know if you if you like disney there is a lot of Disney on display here, and a lot of the worlds do basically retell the stories from those Disney films with a little bit of a twist. So, like, you, for example, you've got Let It Go, you know, the famous Let It Go scene. Yeah, but but yeah. Sora, Donald, and Goofy are kind of hanging in the background like, whoa, why is she singing? Like, ooh, that's exciting. Like, <laughs> so you know, weird. It's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. So, it's, it is, if, if you're coming from, you know, playing all of the spin-off games and all of the main games, you're going to have something to enjoy here. If you're just wanting that good Disney or a good yeah. action game in general, Kingdom Hearts 3 is worth jumping into. Kingdom Hearts 3 is a good time, absolutely. Okay. Just dial back your expectations a bit. Kingdom Hearts 3 is available now on PS4 and Xbox One. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you. You're hanging out on Zed Games, and um, we're almost out of time, but very quickly, yes. Lily, yep. you decided to come onto the show to do announcer training. I did, yes. What have you been playing lately? Have you been um, up to much? I've been playing the PS4 Spider-Man game recently, and I think it's absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> How good's that web swinging? Oh, it's like the best part of the game. Yeah. That's what initially got me hooked on it because my brother was playing it and I was like, can I like have a go? <laughs> and, then, and I started swinging around the city. I'm like, I'm going to play this. this <laughs> can I like really keep cool. having a go? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, no, I think it's really fun. Honestly, I've spent more time like just doing quests around the city than actually doing the actual gameplay yeah. to the point where it, the game starts saying stuff like I should really get back to my job <laughs> oh, yeah. like that where I'll just be like taking photos and finding things and I'll be like you know I need to go save these people nah yeah, that's no. funny that's nah. funny yeah it's like real life <laughs> yeah um, yeah it's really it's just it's also really satisfying to like swing around the city yeah. it like I don't know what it is about it. It just—it's really fun. Yeah, I think there's that moment when you're like at the dr- the end of a drop, yeah. and you like go into uh, sling your web at the yeah, bottom yeah. of that drop, and it's like whoa—that like yeah. feeling, that rush. And also the foley art in it is amazing because like you'll notice you'll be running up walls and stuff, and you'll run on windows and it will sound different Ooh. like oh. running on walls. It's so cool, and I just love I like running up the different materials just to see how it sounds. I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Good stuff. And you did announcer training. You did youth announcer training recently. Um, no. Was it actually, youth or was it just regular? I just did regular. How was yeah. that? It was really fun, actually. I really enjoyed it. Was it, was it Blair that was doing that yes. training? <laughs> Blair is a very comprehensive teacher. <laughs> yeah, Blair also trained me. So yeah. yeah, good stuff. It was. It was really cool. It was a really cool experience. Well, nothing is on fire, so clearly your training has yeah, been we, put yeah. to good we've use. We've gone through the show, right? Like, there have been goofs that we've made that have been pretty offensive. Oh, absolutely. None of that's happened this episode. <laughs> You've done a very, very good Lily job. is going to take much. over the show. You heard it here no. first. <laughs> <laughs> no, Too soon. No. <laughs> we'll just, see how you go, Lily. Just as Ray leaves, it's like, and, and on to another person. Like, oh, hang on. Hang on. No, Jack and myself and Kate are sticking around for the foreseeable future. And Millie and Caitlin, because Millie's still broken. She's yes. still a broken human being. Yes. Keep they pressing only... F. Keep pressing F. Yeah, so <laughs> respect. Millie, respect. Millie hurt her back by just bending over weirdly. It wasn't even at work. She just That's how it happens. You, can, you can bust your back by sneezing if you have poor posture. Oh, God. I hate it. That's Be how careful. I know I'm getting old. <laughs> You're 27! It's not just Kingdom Hearts. What are you talking me. about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. That pretty much brings us to the end of the show. Thanks so much for hanging out. We'll be back next week. Like I said, you can check us out on social media and also the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Zed Games. If you're not listening to us there, 
Go and listen to us there. It's a fun time. We love it people really that listen to us on iTunes and Spotify more. I'm sorry. It's just how it is. We're going to be putting bonus content up there soon, shortly. We put a lot of bonus. We put up a bonus interview with the Banjo-Kazooie composer on iTunes and Spotify. You can check you that be there. full interview there. It's the place to be. That's bang for buck. Yeah. But oh, yeah. we got more coming up next week. We don't know what it is yet. It'll be something. Until then, we love and appreciate you. Thanks for hanging out. See you later.